T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Two big bank collapses alarming government officials. We have the story. Officials release a report on Wichita Police Department. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. On KNSS, meteorologist Ann Holiday. A cold start to the morning across south-central Kansas as high pressure is building in. What does the rest of the day look like? Our full forecast here in just a few minutes. State regulators closed New York-based Signature Bank Sunday, the third largest failure in the U.S. banking history, two days after authorities shuttered Silicon Valley Bank in a collapse that stranded billions in deposits. Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation took control of Signature. President Biden is set to address the bank collapses today. President Biden is heading to the West Coast. San Diego will be the first stop for President Biden as the U.S. expects leaders from the U.K. and Australia to visit as part of the Australia-United States-United Kingdom partnership. The president will also participate in bilateral meetings with Prime Minister Sunak and also Prime Minister Albanese. That's Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre. The meeting comes as reports say Australia plans to purchase submarines from the United States. It's an extended West Coast trip for the president, as the White House says he'll also visit Monterey Park, the site of a mass shooting, to discuss gun violence, then head to Las Vegas. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. University of Kansas basketball coach Bill Self was discharged from a Kansas City area hospital Sunday, and the Hall of Famer plans to rejoin the number three Jayhawks as they begin defense of their NCAA championship this week. Self went to the emergency room Wednesday night, complaining of chest tightness and concerns with his balance. Doctors at the University of Kansas Health System placed two stents in Self's heart. The city of Wichita releasing a 123-page report on the professional assessment of the police department. The analysis released late Friday had been requested following an investigation into certain questionable text messages involving some officers. The report recommends a review of overall policing strategy, internal organization, and communication. The findings concluded that department employees care about the community and the community is supportive of the police department. But it also found there to be little trust between rank-and-file officers and command staff, along with concerns about promotion procedures. The report is calling for increased transparency and community involvement in the Citizens Review Board. 
Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. And the city will hold a news briefing about the report this morning. The Wichita Board of Education has announced the selection of a new superintendent. The board voted unanimously to offer the job to Kelly Bielefeld, Bielefeld, that is, who is currently the district's executive director of college and career readiness and has been with the district since 2020. He has also worked at five school districts throughout the state in various positions. I've worked in all different uh, buildings from elementary, middle, and high school, um, and all di- I've seen all sorts of different districts and uh, learned different things about how they've done strategic planning and how they've done uh, budget decisions and things like that. So uh, I believe those different experiences will, will help me. Bielefeld is expected to take over the job July 1st after current superintendent Dr. Alicia Thompson retires at the end of the school year. Gasoline prices remaining fairly stagnant during the past three weeks, rising just a couple of cents to a new national average of $3.53 a gallon. Industry analyst Trilby Lundberg details which areas are paying the most and the least. At the low end, we have Houston, two eighty-eight for regular, and the high average is San Francisco Bay Area, $5 per gallon. And then between those, Long Island is three thirty-one, Miami, three thirty-four. Indianapolis 3.38 and Las Vegas 4.28. And Lundberg says prices have risen 27 cents per gallon since the middle of December. Ukraine and Russia are both claiming they have killed hundreds of opposing troops in the last 24 hours in the struggle over the Ukrainian town of Bakhmut. Fox's Steve Harrigan is in Kiev. In a desperate effort to take control of the city of Bakhmut, Russia is launching wave after wave of attacks. They control the eastern part of the city, but so far they've been unable to break through. There's been a lot of questions raised about the strategic value of Bakhmut, which was once a salt mine where 70,000 people lived. But Ukraine has decided clearly to reinforce their positions around Bakhmut. The Russians have also begun to shell a village to the west of Bakhmut. They are using S-300 anti-aircraft missiles. These are weapons intended to shoot down fighter jets. Now they're being used to destroy village houses. Ukraine says they've killed 221 Russian troops. Russia says they've killed 210 Ukrainian troops. KNSS News Time now, 7.05, five minutes past 7 o'clock. We'll take a look at who is in the NCAA tournament and what the fate is for the Jayhawks and the Wildcats coming up in sports. At least eight people were killed when two migrant smuggling boats overturned off the coast of San Diego. That story and more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. Stephen, Ted in the morning, KNOS, KNSS, now 7.09, nine minutes past 7 o'clock here on this Monday morning. Authorities say at least eight people were killed when two migrant smuggling boats overturned off the coast of San Diego. It is one of the deadliest maritime smuggling events off U.S. shores. Authorities say a Spanish-speaking woman on one of the boats called 911 late Saturday from the treacherous waters off Black's Beach. The surf was modest, but rip currents were fierce, and it was foggy and dark. Crews pulled the bodies of eight adults from the water. No other bodies were accounted for. Authorities say the remaining passengers may have escaped on land.
The declared Republican candidates for president are on the move today. Speculation ramps up about other potential candidates. Former President Trump is holding a campaign event in Davenport, Iowa, in which he plans to address what his campaign calls America First Education Policy. Iowa's governor recently signed a school choice bill. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley is rallying in her home state with a campaign event at a technical college in Myrtle Beach. Going into the weekend, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was in Iowa Friday, as the Washington Post reported that DeSantis has privately told people he is running. He told Fox's Brian Kilmeade, though, recently, for now he's focused on his book and Florida's legislative session and would think about other things in a couple of months. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. A massive melee at a high school gym in Louisiana. At least 10 arrests and several cops injured in a massive brawl between 200 students and parents at a Louisiana high school. One fight reportedly broke out and escalated into the school's courtyard and gym. By the time cops arrived, there were about a couple of hundred people randomly throwing punches. No word on what started the fight. Police reportedly found a gun on the ground in front of the school's campus, but it's not clear if it was connected to the massive brawl. Sue Guzman, Fox News. They wrote it. I don't know. St. Patrick's Day this year falling on a Friday, a conundrum for some Catholic corned beef lovers, but... Not for others. Catholics don't eat meat on Fridays during the Lent season, though some across the country are getting a free pass. According to a survey from the Denver Catholic magazine, more than three-quarters of the country's diocesan bishops are offering some relief, substituting the general rule of abstinence from meat with another form of penance or a significant act of charity. And while others, like the Chicago Archdiocese, won't greenlight corned beef this Friday, it says Catholics who find themselves at an Event where meat is served in celebrating St. Patrick may in good conscience substitute the general rule for an appropriate act that upholds the reflective spirit of Lent. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7 11, 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. And a traffic update here on the Monday morning commute. We are seeing a little bit of slow moving traffic, especially on Highway K 42 in the westbound lanes just to the west of the airport area. So a little bit of traffic slowdown you'll see in those lanes at this hour of the morning. That's Traffic Update with Stephen Ted, KNSS. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ron L. Williams. Good morning, Ron L. Hey, good morning, Stephen Ted. How are you guys doing this morning? We're good. doing pretty good on a Monday, you know. Yeah, not too bad. What were you, Have you guys been okay, especially regarding the time change? You know, that was the big thing this past weekend. Oh, doesn't bother me. What about you, Ted? I think I'm I'm already past it. Yeah, we're we're past. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the shift we work, you can pretty much get past anything, right? Yeah. At least give it a day or so, and you'll be fine. But but hopefully everybody out there that's listening right now, um, you know, things are only going to get smoother from here. If you don't like this time of year, especially as we spring forward, you know, we lost that hour of sleep Saturday night. Uh, we'll be able to make it through this week just fine, and it does look like things are going to be pretty quiet. Uh, over the next few days uh, to help us get into the swing of things and get used to uh, more daylight during our daytime hours. When it comes to our forecast for today, 44, staying chilly. We had that chill linger through this past weekend. This is going to continue into uh, the start of the new week as well. 
as we only reach the 40s for highs. Partly cloudy skies today with a light north wind at 5 to 15 miles an hour. Dipping back down below freezing tonight with a low of 25. Still looks like a, a mix of clouds and sun by tomorrow, but we will be able to kick off a warming trend. Our winds uh, later on tonight will actually begin to switch back out of the south. This is going to set us up for that warming trend beginning tomorrow. High of 52 for our Tuesday. Once we get to Wednesday, this is when our temperatures will peak. 65 for a high, but farther west, I expect to see a lot of highs reaching the 70s for anybody that commutes into uh, parts of Kansas like southwest Kansas. Uh, it's going to be windy, though, so nice temperatures to enjoy, but there is going to be a lot of wind to go along with that warmth by midweek. And then by Thursday... We're looking at our next system that's going to move in. This is going to give us a, a likelihood of rain as we go through Thursday. High of 62 degrees, but then later in the day, as a strong cold front tracks through the area, uh, we'll likely see those falling temperatures uh, at least late in the day. Should be pretty, uh, pretty mild throughout much of our uh, Thursday, though. And then by Friday, that's when we'll really feel that chill. Can't completely rule out maybe a brief window of opportunity for a, a rain-snow shower Thursday night, but it does look like much of that moisture moving out by the time we get into our Friday. Friday, and then we'll only see a high of 43. So far, the weekend looks dry, but similar to this past weekend, temperature-wise, it looks like it's going to be another chilly one. 45 for a high Saturday, 50 degrees Sunday. Right now, we're at 24 degrees with a, a light north wind at 10 miles an hour with fair skies, just a few clouds out there. Wind chill, though, 14 degrees. So although a cold start, at least it's dry and we don't have to worry about any travel troubles. Very good. Thank you, Ron L. The KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today Media. You're all just Ron L. Williams. Today is Monday, March 13th, 2023. Yesterday's high temperature, 50 degrees. Normal high for the date, 58. It was on this date in 1990 that uh, weather history was made here in south-central Kansas. Yeah, yeah. 19 tornadoes roared across parts of south-central and central Kansas. Two were violent F5s, the largest and most damaging, what will become known as the Heston Tornado mm -hmm. in Harvey County. Now, this traveled northeast for 48 miles, oh boy. striking the west side of Heston. The tornado killed one, injured 60. And just as the Heston tornado began to weaken, the second F5 tornado developed rapidly, ingesting the first tornado as it weakened further. The vicious vortex tracked 22 miles from one mile north of Heston across extreme southeast McPherson County, then into southwest Marion County. That tornado killed one before it dissipated near Marion Lake. So that was on this date in 1990, the Heston Tornado. 716, Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS on this date in 1933. Coincidentally, you know, what's going on? A couple of banks failing today. Haven't had that happen for quite a while. On this date in 1933, uh, banks in the U.S. began to reopen after a holiday declared by President Franklin D. Roosevelt. Apparently there was, what, you know, run on the banks and decided mm -hmm. better close the doors for a little bit, let folks kind of relax and take a deep breath. And, of course, that was 1933 at the, the beginning of the Great Depression. And on this, let's see, oh, see, we got a birthday today. Neil Sedak is 84 today. Of course, a song Love singer. Neil Sedak. Singer, songwriter, very, very popular. The calendar girl. Uh, next door to an angel, just a couple. How about breaking up is hard to do? Oh, that's a good. That's one. a classic. So, Laughter in the rain. Yeah, Neil Sedaka, eighty-four years old today. Seven seventeen now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and it's uh, time for sports again this morning with. 
Edward, we're dead. All right. Yesterday was Selection Sunday for the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. 68 teams in the field revealed. Kansas is the defending national champion, of course. The Jayhawks are the number one seed in the West region. As KU is in the tournament for an NCAA record 33rd year in a row. The Jayhawks with a record of 27-7. and KU will take on Howard in the opening round, and that'll be very early on in the tournament, 1 o'clock on Thursday afternoon in Des Moines for action for the Jayhawks. And, of course, you can hear that game over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH on Thursday afternoon. KU is uh, the biggest favorite in the opening round games on Thursday. FanDuel has KU as a 21.5-point favorite already going into that one. Uh, NCAA Selection Committee Chair Chris Reynolds explains why Houston is the overall national number two seed and Kansas is at number three. This audio from CBS SN. You had Houston as your number two overall, Kansas as your number three overall. I respectfully would have had that order reversed. And this is significant, as you know, because that means Kansas is going to Las Vegas as opposed to Kansas City, which is in the state of Kansas. So uh, can you just break this down? Kansas 17 and one quad one wins. Houston seven and one in quad one. But Kansas had the number one overall, excuse me, seven and two. Uh, Kansas had the number one overall strength of schedule compared to nine to six. They both lost their conference finals. They both had injuries. Kansas didn't have their coach. Why Houston over Kansas? Well, when you look at Houston uh, combined 15 and two in the quad one and two. Uh, compared to Kansas, 21 and 7 in the quad 1 and 2. And Houston, they were competitive in all their games that they lost, except for today. And we understand today they were out their best player. And so um, for that reason, uh, we kept Houston at number two. No, I'm not sure KU fans will hold all that, but hey, where you are now. All right. So the Jayhawks play at 1 o'clock on Thursday afternoon. Meanwhile, Kansas State is in the tournament for the first time in four years. K-State, with a record of 23-9, is the number 11 overall national seed. K-State is the number three seed in the East Regional this year. K-State will take on Montana State in just about the last of the first-round games. Very late, sometime after 8.30 on Friday night. K-State is playing in Greensboro, North Carolina. Highest seed for a K-State team in 13 years in the NCAA tournament, of course, under first-year head coach Jerome Tang. And he says uh, going through the Big 12 prepares the Wildcats for the big tournament. Once again, audio from CBS SN. It's going to be a, a, a big-time game, and, and we're just excited. But we feel like the Big 12 conference has prepared us for anything that we're going to face in the NCAA tournament. There you go. K-State, Montana State late Friday night in the NCAA tournament. In women's basketball, Wichita State, Kansas State, and Kansas all getting bids into the WNIT. And that those brackets will be released today. It's Monday night, which means Wichita State Coaches Show's night. Baseball coach Lauren Hibbs up first at 6 o'clock. And softball coach Christy Bredbender after that at 7 o'clock. You can listen to those shows on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Shocker baseball team winning two out of three on the weekend at home over Stetson. And the Shocker softball team won yesterday as the 23rd-ranked Shockers beat Missouri State 13-2 in five innings at Wilkins Stadium. Leadoff hitter, shortstop, Sydney McKinney. Two more hits, including a triple. Probe in a season-high three runs. She still leads the nation with a 580 batting average. Shocker softball team is now 19-5 on the season. And we do take a look at college bowling action yesterday. Sectionals wrapping up for Wichita State down in Dallas. 
and the Wichita State women win the sectional. The Shocker men finishing runner-up at both qualify for the national tournament next month. And we also have individual Shockers making it into the individual chase for a national title. On the women's side, Paige Wagner of Wichita State finished runner-up at her sectional. And on the men's side, T.J. Rock of Wichita State also qualified. And they will both be going and competing for individual national championships in bowling action. And a little bit of shocker history, basketball history, Steve. It was 100 years ago on this day in men's basketball. It was the first win ever for the Shockers in, uh, at the national level over a big school as the Shockers beat Northern Colorado 37-17 at the AAU National Tournament in Kansas City, Missouri. How about that? Shockers were taking a step, starting to become more big time. That was a big win for the Shockers in the AAU National Tournament 100 years ago on this day. And that's sports with Steve and Ted. 7.22 now. Keep it here for a house call for health. A dog is helping a police department in Wisconsin to grieve over a fellow officer's death. That's on the way. Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. This is Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, 7.30 here on a Monday morning and a chilly 27 degrees. Gasoline prices remained fairly stagnant over the last three weeks. Oil industry analyst Trilby Lundberg says... Gasoline prices headed back up, in this case just two pennies per gallon over the past three weeks. And the new average price for regular grade is $3.53. Houston has the lowest local average at $2.88 per gallon right now, while the San Francisco area has the highest at $5. The city, Wichita City Council will not be on spring break this week. The council has a handful of items on the agenda for Tuesday's regular meeting. They plan to revisit proposed changes to city code with regards to the sale of tobacco products to minors and potential penalties for those who do. They will also discuss a design concept for Commerce and St. Francis Streets from Kellogg to Waterman in the downtown. A contract for monitoring groundwater contamination sites near Mosley and Gilbert in Old Town will also come before the council. Rodney Price, KNSS News. U.S. Senator from Kansas Roger Marshall was in Wichita Friday meeting with Sedgwick County Commissioners about legislative priorities. Topics included the possibility of bringing back the Amtrak Heartland Flyer and a nutrition program for pregnant women. Where the county commission interacts with any type of federal agencies, we want to be part of that solution. That's why you know, we have an office down here on the corner of Douglas and Market in downtown Wichita. We wanted to be amongst the people where we could be where the action is. The senator also met with representatives with Integra Technologies and members of the South Central Kansas workforce. E-Verify is a verification system that only provides an employer with a yes or no answer, whether a person is legally employable in the U.S. Out of nearly 50 million E-Verify cases in 2022, more than 98% were instantly confirmed as legal workers. Numbers USA President Jeremy Beck says the system works to deter an illegal worker to apply in the first place. This is not some new idea that hasn't been tested and we think it should be tried out. It's there. Millions of people use it, but millions of people don't. And that's more than enough right. to create to create this unlawful system. And you're right. It, it is so 
simple. It, all it does is verify the information that new hires already give their employers by law on the I-9 form. And Beck says an increased use of E-Verify would help improve the illegal immigration problem. Jeremy Beck was a guest last night on the John Whitmer Show here on KNSS. Could there be another Democrat bowling over a run at the White House in 2024? When New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy was asked on CBS Face the Nation if he was thinking of higher office, he said he's focused on his state. That is job number one, period, full stop. He did cite his international experience as an ambassador to Germany and leadership among governors at home as achievements, but still said he supports President Biden for re-election. He deserves to run. He's earned that right. I think he's had a great run here. A New York Times article pointed to Governor Murphy's foreign travel and ideological clashes with Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis as clues to a 2024 White House bid. Gernal Scott, Fox News. And the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. It is a cold start to the work week here in Wichita with temperatures that have fallen below freezing. We're expected to be in the mid-30s or so by noontime. 42 with sunshine this afternoon. Quiet weather tonight, Tarlow 27, then sunny and breezy on Tuesday with a high 53. Looks like we warm up and stay dry through midweek with rain and snow chances returning Thursday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. And now a few clouds, uh, 27 degrees, got a north wind at 9 miles per hour. 734, Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's Monday, and that means... It's time for Mondays with the Mayor, Mayor Brandon Whipple, Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple with us this morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. Okay, the big news breaking over the weekend, a Jensen Hughes report, which was, uh, tell us about that. That's what, a consulting firm that looked into the police department then. Yeah, basically uh, what we're trying to do is just build the, the best police force in the Midwest right here in Wichita. And to do that, we wanted to take a deep dive into the policy, culture, and practices of our police department to see where any gaps or, or holes might be. Uh, this came as a after, I think, with the previous chief left, uh, we saw that there was um, some uh, concerns with, with our police uh, department uh, in his following the wake of his departure, pretty much. Uh, so we took that opportunity to uh, to commission this study. Uh, Jensen Hughes is the best uh, in the country for, for the work that they do. And the report itself, it's pretty significant. I don't know if you guys had a chance to take a look at this thing yet. It's uh, uh, over 120 pages, 130 pages. What they did is they basically interviewed or surveyed uh, an overwhelming majority of our police officers and asked them, you know, what do you think about working? Uh, in the city of Wichita, got their feedback and compared that feedback to uh, our policies and, and our goals uh, and really are providing us with a path forward to ensure that we're actually doing what we say we're going to do and that we're uh, able to uh, modernize our policy uh, so that our police chief has the tools he needs to be successful. Uh, some of the stuff that stuck out, uh, for example, our police chief uh, at currently doesn't had the ability to create his own leadership team, uh, apparently, <laughs> according to this document. Um, I thought he, he had more leeway with that, but uh, apparently uh, their best practices are give him a little more of that. Uh, also, um, there was some uneven uh, distribution of discipline, or at least uh, that's the, the concern among some of our officers, so we got to tighten up the policy there. Uh, and it's just guidance overall to, to make sure that you know we, we get uh, not only the most bang for our buck, but also uh, the safest community possible here. So if he can't choose his own people, who who chooses for him then? 
So, and that's a good question, right? It's definitely not me. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Basically, it, it, we're a merit system here in, at the city of Wichita, which means he might come into the office and there are folks around him who are also around the uh, other police chiefs and they get to maintain their their position because uh, they are in that position. I, what the study is saying is that we should also create a position in which the chief can bring in, uh, you know, what the study said is really the right leaders at the right time, uh, people who uh, share the chief's vision. Uh, it can help implement those goals. Uh, you know, that's not just any not not just anyone can. I, I guess uh, uh, from a leadership aspect, roll out uh, these aspects of you know what what the chief wants to see done. Uh, so it's it's uh, it's saying giving more, which makes sense in pretty much every business setting, right? Uh, so um, it, it's uh, it's going to be interesting as we move forward to see uh, if these are. What, what they recommend us doing, if the chief actually wants us to move forward with that or if he's happy with the staff he currently has. Uh, but overall, our, our goal is to create the safest Wichita possible. We want our officers to want to retire here, to be here. Uh, we want to attract um, uh, officers from all over the the, uh, the region, really, to work for the city of Wichita. Uh, so we got to take it, uh, into account um, the feedback that this report has provided us so that we can achieve that goal. So what is the next step then? Is it extensive meetings or uh, how, how do you go about the, implementing some of these things? Really good question because there's, yeah, I, I was talking with Chelsea yesterday, uh, my wife, after reading uh, more of this and just some of it's going to be easy fixes. Some of it is like policy level stuff, just streamlining stuff. Uh, but some of it's much more complex. Uh, the report, luckily, in a, a I'm glad it's out so people can see exactly what we were doing. So I think some folks thought this was more of an investigation or something else. Uh, and it points out problems, but then it gives you recommendations to fix those problems. Uh, so it's going to be some of it's just policy, some of it's going to be resources, some of it's cultural, uh, which you know is more uh, up to the chief and the leadership in our police department to be able to embrace. Uh, so uh, it's going to be, uh, I think, a, a series of meetings uh, where we get to figure out what do we need to accomplish these goals, um, but also uh, just buy-in from uh, leadership in, the, um, in our police department is going to be important so they can implement the goals as well. You know, the other day we uh, saw the, the, the makings of a $400 million downtown redevelopment plan. Uh, where, where are we at with that? Are we, we going to start looking at that as well? Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're definitely not anywhere close to um, dishing out $400 million. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this conversation's been going on for a while, as, as folks know. Uh, and my goal is to facilitate the conversation. Like, I, I, I don't have, I have my personal opinions, but as mayor, you know, it, it's not about me. It's about what the public wants. Uh, so we're in, in that process of facilitating uh, this new, the conversation about the new plan uh, that keeps our historical buildings, but actually modernizes the space so that uh, it, it becomes more useful economically uh, for attracting uh, conventions and other things to our city. Uh, so $400 million, to put that into context, by the way, our ballpark was about 70 to $80 million. Uh, so um, $400 million, that, that's, that's a huge chunk of money. It's double the cost of what the uh, interest bank arena was, uh, you know, adjust for inflation. Uh, so, you know, for, keep that in mind as well. It's not apples to apples, but it's a lot of money, huge investment. Um, so there's a chance that not only, you know, do we want to get get 
the public to be on board, the majority of it, of them on board, but also, you know, or it might have to go out for a vote uh, to uh, help raise the funds for it. Uh, so at this point, it's just an ongoing conversation uh, to uh, make sure that we're uh, checking all the boxes of what folks want to see over in that area on the uh, on the East Bank. Uh, and once, once we get a better picture of that, then it's, uh, okay, well, how are we going to pay for it? Uh, and make sure that we find a responsible way forward when it comes to uh, paying for it. Looks like a pretty long agenda for tomorrow. You've got to be working hard. Huh? Nothing, yeah, nothing too crazy. Uh, we're revisiting our toba- tobacco ordinance. Uh, we did a little bit of work with this uh, last week. We were working with the American Heart Association, who wants to see some changes, uh, but also there's been a lot of changes at the state level and the federal level uh, when it comes to uh, tobacco in general. And this is about selling cigarettes. Uh, so we want to, uh, we, we have to update our ordinance in some areas to uh, match state and federal laws, but also make changes in other areas so that the implementation of this is more effective. And just, you know, thank you to the American Heart Association. Uh, they've been really great, not just being a, a resource for us here in Wichita, but uh, going to other cities throughout Kansas and making sure that tobacco ordinances are following the best practices. Uh, we also uh, we, we got a design agreement uh, for the Westlink Library. Uh, not very exciting, but you know that's it's local government for you. Uh, Westlink Library is, uh, is one of the more, more popular libraries, and uh, we're doing some renovations to uh, to make, make it bigger and just more accessible. Um, so we're going to have a professional design that. That design agreement is up on the consent agenda. Um, you don't want me drawing that thing. So definitely want to get someone who knows what they're doing. Uh, and then we got long carriage contracts. Uh, about nine companies we're contracting with to try to get out there and make sure that you know the, our parks and public ways uh, that the grass is cut to the standard that uh, that people expect. I get a lot of emails about this, <laughs> so um, just <laughs> just so people know, uh, we actually went. Uh, my very first year as mayor, we had to make all those cuts because of the COVID economy. Um, lawn care was on the chopping block, and uh, so you know, I, I know that at, at during certain years uh, we have uh, less. I, I guess we're not meeting expectations there. In certain years, is the best way to say this: uh, less folks cutting lawns. Uh, then uh, in other years, this year, uh, we're hoping to get back to really what, what folks are um, expecting out of the city. And maybe I can get a little less emails about, you know, well, you expect us to keep our lawn short, but look, Mayor, look what you're doing over here. <laughs> so right. <laughs> goals to avoid that. All right. Well, listen, thank you for your time. And, again, we'll check with you again next week. Uh, Mayor Brandon Whipple, Mondays with the Mayor, Stephen Thin in the morning here on KNSS. 743 now. And uh, coming up, we've got the Wichita Business Journal update this morning. Boeing planning a new program to convert passenger 737s to freighter aircraft in India. That's on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Steve is in the morning, KNSS, 748 here on a Monday morning. Three big things. Three. Kansas basketball coach Bill Self leaves hospital with two heart stents. Two. City of Wichita releases 123-page report on police department, citing morale problems and suggesting an overall review of policies and practices. One. Government alarmed as two big banks collapse, Silicon Valley Bank and New York-based Signature Bank. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. And a traffic update here on the Monday morning commute. We are seeing slow-moving traffic on the east side, the Kellogg Corridor near 143rd Street East, going both ways, east and west. You'll see some slowdowns on Kellogg at that location this morning on the east side of town. Traffic update with Steve and Ted. KNSS traffic brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown at Market and Waterman. You can also go online at carlstire.com. It's your home for complete car care. Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Mostly sunny today with a high of 44 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 27. Tuesday, mostly sunny. Tomorrow's high up to 50 degrees. Now, a few clouds, 27 degrees. And we have a north wind at 9 miles per hour. Stop by and see the new spring hats at Hatman Jack's. Fedoras, western hats, ladies' hats, and caps for all occasions. At the Clock Tower in Delano, Hatman Jacks, 601 West Douglas. We had a down close on Wall Street Friday. Stocks closed sharply lower after Silicon Valley Bank, a lender that funds the tech industry, collapsed. It was taken over by regulators. The Dow was down 345, the Nasdaq dropped 199, and the S&P was down 56. The Labor Department says 311,000 new jobs were created in February, more than expected, though the unemployment rate rose to 3.6%, and there were signs of wage inflation moderating. Boeing will be allowed to resume deliveries of its Dreamliner jets, the stock closed higher, and Moderna will hire 2,000 new employees. It's opening new offices in California and Seattle. Ginny Cosola, Fox News. And to take a look at a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. Boeing is said to be planning a new program in India to convert passenger 737s to freighters. According to a report from Reuters, Boeing has partnered with a GMR Aerotechnic and will set up a facility in Hyderabad, India, for work over the next year and a half. The plan comes on the heels of a massive Air India order last month, including 220 airplanes from Boeing and 250 from rival Airbus. The demand for cargo traffic, magnified by e-commerce during the pandemic, has landed similar work in Wichita. 
The National Institute for Aviation Research at Wichita State University and the Kansas Modification Center is also converting jets for cargo use. A decade after detailing a vision to bring more than 400 apartment units to northeast Wichita, Stony Point Apartment Homes has initiated some of the remaining steps toward realizing that goal. In late February, new commercial building permits with a combined $6.7 million valuation were issued for the final two buildings, number 12 and 13, of the complex on 29th Street east of Greenwich Road. Michigan-based Edward Rose & Sons, the development company behind the project, has also been advancing construction of buildings number 8 to 11 over the last year. This final construction push will take the complex, currently at uh, 222 apartments, to 438 units. And that's business news this morning. From the Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted in the morning. It's uh, 7.52 now, and uh, Ted, over the weekend, uh, uh, my wife and I and my daughter uh, took off for Emporia. Uh, with our granddaughters there as cheerleaders with the Bishop Carroll basketball, girls basketball team. And we got to, we went up Friday, we went up Saturday and watched the championship game. They played Thomas Aquinas, St. Thomas Aquinas from the Kansas City area, and it was a terrific basketball game to watch. Although, uh, Carol, they had a nine-point lead, and they just uh, apparently they thought that was in the bag, and it wasn't. St. Thomas came back and beat them by about five or six. It was a heck of a game in that uh, William Allen White uh, Auditorium in downtown uh, Emporia. It's been there since 1940. A historic building, beautifully clean and well-kept. And they have the, the city administrative offices in there. Police department's in there, the... Uh, Public Works Department's in there, so it's, it's a neat place. Neat place to see a game. Uh, and we got to go up twice again. The girls, uh, I think their cheerleading is through for the year at, uh, at Bishop Carroll. And, did uh, you have any popcorn? It's the best uh, I, popcorn I, in the state. I did have some popcorn. Uh, and I didn't think it was all that good. But you say you think it's the best, huh? <laughs> well, when I had some there a few years ago. That was some of the best popcorn I've ever had at a game. Yeah, it was good, only it was kind of purist because they didn't put any butter on it or anything. But uh, I don't know if that was your – if your. Uh, gosh, where was it that we had a Mr. Pibb? We did have some Mr. Pibb. Maybe it was there. It could have been there. I don't guess. Could have been. Uh, that's your favorite, of course, Mr. Pibb. And we Can't look, get it here. We look for it all over the place, everywhere. But, uh, yeah, okay. Today is uh, – let's see. Today is the National Ken Day. We celebrate Ken. Every true fan of Barbie knows that one of the most charming guys in the world is none other than Ken Carson, a man who occupies her every thought oh, when she's away. We're talking about Barbie dolls. You know, last year week we celebrated National Barbie Doll Day or Barbie Day. Well, this is Ken Day. They had to manufacture the toy people had to manu- manufacture a boyfriend uh, for Barbie, so they they came up with Ken. So we're celebrating Ken Day. I'm not much of a Never was much of a doll person, but uh, there you go. Ken Day. Nor I. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, 7.54 now, Steve and Ted. And coming up at the 8 o'clock hour this morning, stay with us. Uh, we have the, the latest on two big bank failures, creating concern with government officials and others. Ted has sports on the way, as always. Yeah, we'll take a look at the NCAA men's basketball tournament. 68 teams in the field. We'll talk about that coming up in sports. 
Plus entertainment views. We're going to have the blur this morning as always, too. Yeah, we'll have a big rundown on how everything went at the Oscars last night. So we'll have all that coming up. Entertainment news in the blur in about 40 minutes. And your Monday morning traffic and weather in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Get Wichita Business we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 